Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome, everybody, to Twisted News, where we share with you some of the most chilling events happening worldwide. I'm Andrew, and thank you very much for tuning in. Now, for today, our first case involves a memorable actor from an Academy Award-winning film who recently has been arrested and authorities are calling him the leader of a cult. After that, we're going to be digging into a 30-year-old double murder case that recently got more attention and may finally be solved. Get ready for Scary Mysteries Twisted News. Number 1. Dances with Wolves Actor, A Cult Leader Movies and television shows are powerful tools that can entertain and educate us. They have the ability to create a connection between the audience and the characters in a way that's truly unforgettable. It's not just about the plot or the memorable scenes, but also the characters. That bring the stories to life. However, becoming a famous character can come with its own set of challenges. Actors may find themselves either embracing or resenting the personas they are known for playing. While this fame can provide a valuable platform for these actors to use their influence for good, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Just 31 days into 2023, North Las Vegas SWAT officers raided a home as part of an investigation into an allegation of sexual assault that had occurred there. The occupant of the residence was none other than Nathan Lee Chasing His Horse, better known as Nathan Chasing Horse, who rose to fame for his role as Smiles A Lot in the movie Dances With Wolves, which marked the directorial debut of Kevin Costner also starred in it. Sadly, Chasing Horse is now the main suspect in the ongoing investigation. He was only 14 years old when he played the role of Smiles A Lot, a young member of the Sioux tribe who performed healing and spiritual ceremonies in the movie. But it appears that in real life, he didn't use his fame and influence to inspire or help others, as according to authorities, he instead allegedly used his notoriety to lure young Native American girls. Authorities have been investigating Chasing Horse since receiving a tip in October of 2022 about the alleged abuse. Upon his arrest, five young women who Chasing Horse had instructed to take suicide pills in case of law enforcement intervention were found with him. Furthermore, he had armed these women and instructed them to shoot at police officers in case of an attempted arrest. Fortunately, though, during the arrest, Chasing Horse's wives didn't follow his instructions, which 
Authorities believe were given to them when they were either brought to him or lured to be with him when they were teenagers. The tip that led to chasing horses' arrest actually had to do with a cult that authorities believed he led called The Circle. In the late 1990s, Chasing Horse traveled across the United States and Canada portraying himself as a medicine man, similar to his character in Dances with Wolves. He also directed traditional dance ceremonies called the Lakota Sun, which helped to establish his authority and abilities and gain him followers. Now, over time, this identity that he established gave him power, leading him to receive a young bride at the age of 15 as a gift, according to authorities. 2016, another Native American actor, Chask Spencer, posted several allegations on his Facebook page against Chasing Horse for spiritual and abuses committed against his female followers. It appears that Chasing Horse has been involved in such activities for several decades now, often using ceremonies to target and take young brides from his followers. One anonymous poster claimed that his true concern was only for himself, which is quite the opposite of the authority he purported to possess. In 2015, he was banished from the Fort Peck Reservation in Poplar, Montana, following allegations of human trafficking. The 50-page warrant documents filed by Las Vegas authorities identify at least six women who had reportedly been victimized by Chasing Horse since the early 2000s. The victims, hailing from several states, including Montana, South Dakota, and Nevada, allege that they were subject to abuse in his hands. So currently, Chasing Horse faces multiple charges, including abuse, trafficking, and sexual assault of a minor under the age of 16, all within Clark County, Nevada. Additionally, he stands accused of recording the assaults and accepting payment to arrange activities between male patrons and the victims. Recently, it was reported that Canadian law enforcement is also prepping to file a criminal case against Chasing Horse for a case that occurred in Cremio's Village, British Columbia, in 2018. Chasing Horse, who is now 46 years old, is currently in the custody of the Las Vegas PD. And on February 8th, the court set his bail at $300,000, and the outcome of his cases are yet to be determined. While the Native American community is pleased to hear news of his arrest, it's still difficult for them to accept that it took authorities so long to capture him. They believe that chasing horses' actions are unforgivable as he twisted and exploited their culture and traditions in the most sickening way possible. Hopefully, victims of his vile acts will finally receive the justice that has been elusive for so long. They can also be freed from the bad image created by Chasing Horse, who abused his fame and influence for his own sick desires. Number 2 30-year-old double murder case solved. When we go to work, we usually don't expect anything out of the ordinary. Perhaps, though, there's unexpected bad news or maybe an unannounced meeting or additional work. These are the things that can start the day off on the wrong foot. But it is what it is. However, this type of stuff is nothing compared to what the person in this story got involved in while at work when she thought it was just another normal day. 
a home caretaker doing service for one of the apartments in the Grant Houses complex in New York City, went to work on the 20th of February, 1994. When she went to open the door of the West 125th Street apartment, she noticed that it was already ajar, though. Concerned for the well-being of the tenants, a mother who was severely ill with emphysema and her developmentally disabled daughter, the caretaker went inside and discovered both women unconscious in separate rooms. The caretaker found 57-year-old mom Sarah Roberts in one bedroom, while her 25-year-old daughter Sharon was discovered in a separate room with a woolen stocking wrapped around her neck. Both women were dead, and ultimately the autopsy reports later revealed that they had died due to ligature strangulation. The police launched an investigation into the incident, but despite almost three decades of searching, it remained a cold case. However, recently, on the 24th of January, a breakthrough occurred when police entered an apartment and apprehended a suspect for the double murder. This man, identified as 64-year-old Larry Atkinson, was taken into custody following DNA analysis of evidence found at the crime scene, which revealed him as the perpetrator. The DNA evidence that they got was obtained from cigarette butts and nail clippings found at the crime scene. It was later discovered that Atkinson was romantically involved with the caretaker who found the bodies at the time of the crime, Celeste Cornelius. However, since the police didn't consider her as a suspect or even a person of interest, they didn't investigate her nor include Atkinson on their list of suspects. Surprisingly, Atkinson was still living with Celeste Cornelius on West 112th Street in Manhattan when he was arrested. Prior to this incident, Atkinson had been arrested 28 times for various crimes and had served prison time in five different states. However, it's still unclear why he killed the two women, although police found out that cash and a video cassette recorder were stolen from the residence. Despite being the caretaker of the mother and daughter at the time of the incident, Celeste remains convinced that Atkinson had nothing to do with it. And she, along with a neighbor who had known the couple for over two decades, strongly denies that Atkinson was the killer despite the DNA evidence. When Atkinson was apprehended, he was wheeled away in a wheelchair by the police as he was reportedly suffering from cancer. He was also taken to the hospital for treatment and then discharged shortly after. Must have been a harrowing experience for Celeste when she discovered the victim's bodies almost 30 years ago. And now, she's faced with yet another difficult situation, knowing that the man she had lived with for decades is now the prime suspect in their murders. At this point, all we can do is hope that the truth will come out and justice will be served, especially for those senseless deaths of Sarah and Sharon. So there are two of the most disturbing news stories that we have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, then please check out more of our episodes and please do subscribe. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.